this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Today's episode is brought to you by Obscured, the pursuit of radical self-acceptance. My second book. Go check it out at obscuredbook.com for more. You can pick up a copy of Obscured, Safety Sucks. You can tune into the new latest and greatest podcast that we have. Really, I guess I'll say effing, effing scary stories. Really effing scary stories. All over at Pale Horse Media Co. Head over to palehorsemediaco.com. That's P-A-L-E, horsemediaco.com for publishing, indie books, podcasts, and more. Howdy. Hi, everybody. Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, bringing you another episode of the Hot Nerd Podcast. Before we jump into this thing too much deeper, do me a favor, head over and follow along on all things social media. You don't know how much that means to us when you click that little like button, when you click that subscribe, when you share, when you tell your friends about us, when you do all that kind of sort of stuff. It really does help us to continue to bring you this super cool, awesome content. If you picked up one of the books, uh, leave us an honest review. I'm not going to tell you to say you liked it, you loved it, you got to have more of it. Just let us know what you thought about it. All those reviews help us as well. Clicking the uh, review as you're listening to us, whether you're on, uh, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if you can review on Spotify. I don't know how that works, but I guess I know you can review on Apple. So you could, you, you know, if you want to review us there, you can do that too. Again, all of that stuff helps us to continue to bring you this amazing, awesome, cool content on the regular basis that we do. So with all of that being said, today's going to be a little bit different because over the past little bit, you've been used to hearing me say, I'm joined today by the super amazing and the awesome, and don't get me wrong, I love doing that, blah, blah, blah person, and here we go. That's not what's going to happen today. You're going to get the hot nerd ranting again into a microphone like old times. How about that? You ready for that? I hope you like it. I hope you love it. I hope you got to have more, more of it because what we're doing today, or I guess what I'm doing today, it's just me. What I'm doing today is I'm kicking off the Safety Sucks miniseries, and I'm going to rant about some of the sucks of professional safety. And let's let's start kind of sort of right here, I think. Safety professionals, safety practitioners are often held to account by their employers for actions of others that are far outside of their control. I think this is just a good place to start this conversation. A lot of times, practitioners will find find themselves blamed, they'll find themselves punished, they'll find themselves shamed, and sometimes they will find themselves fired for failing to control outcomes that are beyond their control, right? Unreasonable demands are regularly placed upon them. Impossible tasks are handed to them, and they are expected to not only execute the impossible, but execute the impossible to perfection, perfectly. In the eyes of most companies out there, and in the eyes of most folks that employ safety professionals, they view them as fortune tellers, as soothsayers, 
as these folks that are supposed to peer into their crystal ball and predict when the next horrible thing is going to happen. And then you couple that with the fact that they believe that they're supposed to be safety superheroes, that once they predict it through their magical safety crystal ball, they shall swoop in and prevent that thing from happening so no one else has to worry about safety because management doesn't have time to worry with such petty things as worker safety. And we wonder why safety practitioners go, screw you guys, I'm out of here. Peace out. <laughs> right? <laughs> they must be all-knowing gurus of rules and regulations. And they're required to ensure that bad things never, ever, ever happen. Not allowed. So when, the, uh, when they inevitably fail at that impossible mission and the not-so-great outcome boogeyman comes knocking, when the unintended outcome boogeyman comes knocking, uh, he is often followed by a barrage of questions from management, which is then this, directed and pointed at the safety practitioner. Why did you fail to predict this? Where were you when this happened? You should have done something. Why didn't you stop this? And the list goes on and on and on. And it's got a lot of finger pointing and you, you, you kind of stuff. And then again, it's kind of like a public tar and feathering of the safety professional. And then we say, everything's good. Nothing to see here. Nothing to learn from here. It was the safety person's fault. And we can just, just move on with their lives. Except for the safety person, because then we're going to indirectly punish the safety person for this not-so-great outcome by having them fill out about 100 pages worth of paperwork uh, and then have the safety person develop all of the corrective actions. Oh, and then have the safety person implement all of the corrective actions. Oh, and then have the safety person track all of those same corrective actions and be held accountable for all those corrective actions in the meeting. And then uh, everyone else just kind of kicks back with their feet up. And we call that organizational learning. Um, okay. <laughs> right? So my, my, my message is this. In a lot of ways, the safety practitioner has become the easy button for many of our organizations. They're a singular and highly visible point of both action and blame for Shitty leaders and shitty organizations. Uh, leaders have a name, a face, and a phone number of a readily available and often willing punching bag that they can take out all of their post-accident frustrations on. A single point of contact that, in which they can offload blame, uh, demand a fix, and demand all the work in between <laughs> from that one person. Leaders can feel like they're doing something, and really nothing, nothing's really changing. We're just blaming a person and moving on. Safety becomes a very good scapegoat, especially post-not-so-great thing happening. The really unfortunate part about this, other than the fact that really good safety professionals get, get tarred, feathered, and flogged, and they, they flee this profession at astronomical numbers, running off to places where they're actually valued, or running off to organizations where they're actually valued, this easy button allows the organization to bypass kind of post-accident reflection and learning, or post-unintended outcome <laughs> reflection and learning. Learning's not needed. It was the safety professional's fault. So obviously, let's move on here. Nothing to see here. Let's move on. 
the really unfortunate part I think about this uh, whole thing, and, and I talked about this in Safety Sucks quite a bit, is the fact that we have ignored it for so long. We've just kind of pretended like this is normal. This this is totally fine. Nothing to see here. Everything's fine. This is, I'm happy to have a job, happy to have a paycheck. Just don't look over here. I'll do whatever you say. Let me stick my head in the sand and we'll pretend like there's everything's fine with the safety profession. We have done that for far too long, right? Uh, absolutely far too long. Things have to change. I think a really good place to start this change uh, is, is right here. How do we define the role of the safety practitioner? I think that's a really important conversation to have. And it's exactly that. I think it's a conversation that we need to have. So I'm asking you, send me your emails. Sam at thehopner.com, slide into the DMs. You know, you know, you guys know how to get a hold of me. Everybody out there knows how to get a hold of me. I would love to hear your definition of what a safety practitioner is, what they should do, what they should be responsible for, what that relationship with an employer looks like, what that relationship with the organization looks like. I would really, really, really love to hear from you. Um, as we kind of go through this mini-series, I'm going to be asking you some questions, and I really hope that you respond. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, I think as a community, we have to come together and decide what we want this profession to be, because if we don't, it's going to continue to get dictated to us what it is. <laughs> Right? If we don't set that definition, somebody else will. They, they have, right? That's the position that we find ourselves in, uh, I think, currently. So I would love to hear from you. What do you define the roles of a safety professional to be? I would also like to hear from you uh, what your organization, and you don't have to name names. Don't, don't get me wrong. You don't have to name names or anything like that. And if you do, I'm not going to say it, just FYI. Um I'm not gonna not gonna be up here, you know, talking shit about, <laughs> about companies or anything as much as I'd like to in some some days. Um, but I would love to hear from you as to what your company currently defines the role of a safety professional to be. So let's talk about it. I think that's where we stop this one. Is is on that note. I think that's where we stop this first episode of the Safety Sucks mini series. Is on those questions. In your world, what's the current definition of a safety professional, what's their roles and responsibilities? And what does that look like in a perfect world, in your opinion? In a perfect world, what would be the roles and responsibilities of a safety professional? How would you define that role? I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to continuing this conversation. I think this miniseries is going to be an absolute blast. Again, if you have uh, any stories that would you would like for me to share, um, most of you out there have read Safety Sucks. If you haven't, let me plug it here real quick. Go check it out. It's uh, it's a decent book, if I do say so myself. You guys seem to like it. <laughs> but you know kind of the stories that are shared there. Um, if you have stories like that or similar or more that you would like for me to share during this podcast, I would love to share them. If you would like to come on and tell them. I would love to have you on. Just let me know uh, if you know of anybody that has stories uh, or people that we should talk to about this topic. Again, you know how to get a hold of me. Sam at thehopner.com. You can slide into the DMs or, or you can shoot me an email. Again, 
Sam at thehopnerd.com or thehopnerd at gmail.com. I've got like a hundred different emails. You know that. Or you can head over to any of the websites uh, and get a hold of me that way. There's little contact boxes. You guys see me. Everybody, you, you know how to get a hold of me. It's not, not super hard. I look forward <laughs> to having this conversation, continuing this conversation. And I, I think that's exactly what we do. Again, I think it's a conversation. So there's going to be some of these. This is let me let me let me give you some of the plan or some of the plan. I gave you some in a hot minute, but here's here's some of the plan for this mini series. There's going to be some of this me ranting at you, and uh, as we see fit to have uh, your stories, to have you come on, to have other folks come in and talk about this topic, we will, and we're just going to explore this topic a little bit farther. So that's all I've got for this episode. This is kind of a short. Hop Nerd Podcast, but I think it's a powerful one. I think it's a great place to kick off this mini-series, and again, I look forward to having this conversation. So shoot me those definitions. I want to hear your thoughts. That's all I've got. Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd, signing off. Oh, bye, everybody. Bye. The Hop Nerd Podcast is brought to you by Hop University. Head on over to hopuniversity.org. That's hopuniversity.org. We offer on-demand and in-person hop training, speaking engagements, one-on-one coaching for safety professionals, and consultation to organizations for all things safety better. Again, head over to hopuniversity.org.